intro responsibilities is always with Miss Sarah Harrison. The what? Intro responsibilities. Yeah, definitely. I feel like you definitely give it that proper touch. I mean, people have been really complimenting you on your introduction to the podcast, might I say. Nice one. I should tally all these comments and get some sort of a prize, maybe an Easter egg. Power you up, yeah. You've been, Easter, <laughs> you've been Easter, Easter egging? I haven't. Oh, okay. Unfortunately, my mum is not here, so hopefully she can bring me some next week when she gets here. You can buy yourself an Easter egg? Yeah, actually, they're half price now. You know what it is? <laughs> anyway... Welcome to Unlock the Podcast, myself, Sarah Harrison and SK Vibe Maker. Make sure that you are following us on the socials at Unlock Podcast, forward slash Unlock Podcast on the SoundCloud. And you can search for us on the iTunes Podcast app by typing in Unlock the Podcast. Welcome, episode 38. You didn't say Twitter and Instagram though, still you left it out. You said on all socials, but you I know. mean, all socials, you know, it's kind of like the default. We don't have Snapchat. I've I was just never about to Snapchat. say, never. You did have Snapchat okay, I did for, have a little it for while. like a week. Yeah, yeah. And... <laughs> I failed miserably and then I thought this is like I feel like the whole world is watching me and it just felt a bit too much and now Instagram has basically got a lot of the same features as Snapchat right they're blurred huh they're blurred they're so blurred and why would you want to exit one app to go into another one you know that's taking out five seconds of your life and that that, that that's depending on how good your wi-fi is do you know what if I if I've got to say for me though my Snapchat is definitely a lot more um there's a lot more traction with a lot more people that definitely watch my Snapchat. I feel, I think Snapchat is a lot more busier than Insta video. I don't know. I'm just saying something yeah, that I think yeah. is true. Yeah. yeah. Um, you should check out this new app. It's called Vero. I really? mean, it's not that new. It's kind of been about for just over a year, but it's getting a lot of push. How do you spell it? V-E-R-O. V-E-R-O. Yeah. What is it? So it's, is it, it's, a, it's a social media. It's a social media platform. But apart from posting videos and images, you can also post links directly. So say, for instance, oh, you know, I'm listening to this song. And then you could say, you could put the Spotify link and then it sends you directly to the Spotify link and you can listen to it there. So it's very good for, you, you know, like for, for business, really, if you think about it, because... Linking. Linking, yeah. So as soon as people click on the link, they're going to go onto the app and it's going to stream. So that's good for the artists. They're getting paid. Um, you can post um, the place where you're at. So it's kind of like Facebook as well. Are you on there? Yeah, I'm on there. You got it? Yeah. I'm starting, to, yeah, trying to be active. And the, the really good thing about it as well is on the main, the grid, when you, when you see your profile, if it's a video, the video is moving in the grid. You know, okay. like in yeah, Instagram, yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's it's a still image. Are you, are you sure it's going to be? Uh, I know we always take a risk when we, you know, joining a new social media platform when we, you know, yeah. join it or whatever. Because there, there's been a few over the years that yeah. you know have died, dropped out. There were been some that have been less successful. Do you remember Keek? Keek, Keek, Keek. Yeah, what was that yeah, again? That's what I'm saying. That was like the video thing as well. What like Snapchat? Yeah, similar Keek. to Snapchat. Oh and, then, and then there was what, what was the other one as well? Um, it's the other one, man. People were really on it. The little clips, the oh, little... Oh, Vine. Vine. What yeah, happened to Vine. Vine, man? I don't know. I think Vine might still be a thing, but more in the US. Really? I, I think know, people man. use Vines for just to, to create like a GIF because it's basically like a GIF, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, of course it? it is. It's like, a, it's a looping, looping video. Mm. So, um, yeah, Vine. There was this thing called um, Beam. I don't know if you've, you've ever nah, heard of that. Nah. Beam was... This is the thing. Like, what decided? What, what made you decide to get onto this Vero thing? Because there's one it seeming to be 
um, a good platform or something that you could facilitate. Mm. And secondly, there's is there going to be people even on it? Yeah. I mean, it's got some some platforms on it there already, some media platforms and outlets. like some outlets. Yeah. Um, it's just, I, I don't know. Like I just have this feeling. It's, 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 it's a really nice interface as well. Like I really like dark backgrounds mm -hmm. uh, with light text. Sorry, that's just me being... Can't you change it? Is that a default? No, that's a default. So I like the, it. How does it generally work? Do you follow and get followers? Oh, yeah, yeah. So basically there's three kind of categories of followers, so to speak. Well, you can have a follower, so you can follow someone, and then you can make them either a close friend, mm. a friend, mm. or an acquaintance. Mm. Right? So acquaintance is more like if they're just business related. Mm. Close friend is your absolute personal, like maybe family. And then friend is just a friend, I guess, mm. like this like middle ground. And then you can choose what posts go to which ca yeah. category. Sounds so a bit political it. though, because imagine if like you're, you're, you got a Vero friend, are they, are they called a Vero friend? Yeah, so a follower, yeah. whatever. Close so, friend, friend, so acquaintance. If, if we was um, connected with each other on Vero and I'm like, what, am I your acquaintance, your close friend or your friend? That could be political that if you're asking be, yeah, someone. And can, can they know as well? No, they don't. They don't know. They don't know. Okay, so it's private. They don't know. It's mad. It you know is what? mad. Shout out so, to, you know, the last few people that have been on on the podcast as well. We've had Complexion, we've had Waka Flocker, we've had Lioness. Yes. In our recent episodes, if you missed any of those, you know, jump on the SoundCloud, listen back to them. Quite good episodes, if I must say so myself. And don't be afraid to comment because we want to hear what you guys think, what you want to hear from us, you know, what we, you want us to talk about more, maybe... You know, don't be afraid to criticize us either. Yeah. Criticize you, you know, Sarah, we like, not SK. We like making fun of each other. Get That's me. What we do. Right, I've been listening to some quality music lately, man. Do you know what I mean? I've been. I feel like I'm in a um, uh, a little bit of a a season of not listening to a lot of music, but I've been listening to some some quality music. And Selective. some of the projects that I've been listening to recently is the um, Prime Two album from oh, yeah. DJ Premier and Royce the Five Nine. Gets the thumbs up, man. I've been listening to Back to the Lab Volume 5 by Frisco. Gets the thumbs up, man. I've been listening to the Shaylingo Charisma EP. Gets the thumbs up, man. Nice. Some quality oh, stuff. I didn't know he had a full EP out. Yeah, man. Quality stuff. That's dope. Me, I've been listening to more R&B-led, like, trap soul, soul action kind of vibes. Um, there's this artist called Garen from the West Coast. You know, it's very good for the relationship types <laughs> um, yeah emosh uh guy called jay hall as well same kind of vibe who else um say this have you heard of saint john but mm. it's spelled saint and then jhn i don't think i have yeah he's he's kind of cool as well he's from brooklyn if i'm not mistaken yeah brooklyn new york uh again kind of like quite travis scott vibe rock star vibes you know like that rock star rap i call it mm. rock star r&b i think that the, the lines are just getting very blurred right now and um actually one one thing i did want to talk about is and i hate to bring up drake again but he is he is the biggest like i had i had to come to terms with this like and I had to accept that he is the biggest star in in the world right now in terms of the the range of music that he's created throughout his career and the level of hits 
he's never had misses. Like, like there's never been a miss, you know. And the consistency, the impact, the, the influence. Impact, yeah, and sometimes I'm just. Sometimes I hear like a hook from his old songs, and I'm like, oh my god, that was a that was a banger. And people don't even play that no more in clubs. Say like, for instance, know yourself. Mm. Know yourself yeah, yeah. out here. Mm-hmm. Like that was a big song and. Just a lot of stuff that was... Too much bangers, man. The people are uh, definitely find themselves keeping it very current with Drake. But if you go back, do people even play Worst Behaviour anymore? I play that yeah, a I lot play that. Yeah, I play that. Yeah, I do, I do, I do play that. Yeah. And now I'm thinking he's probably had a decade, didn't it? A de- I'd yeah. say a decade of yeah, a, yeah. a good run. Yeah, yeah. Who is his successor? We, like, we, we talk about Drake every podcast. I know. <laughs> but it's Drake. like I was, cause I was listening. I was trying to think of like what makes a big what makes an artist like the biggest artist in the world is it ticking every box or is it more or is it always to do with music impact rather than social because i don't think i don't really think drake has had a social impact if you know what i'm saying he's not socially like um what's the word (sighs) when you push the limits like yeah he doesn't push the limits with social topics he doesn't get political. Yeah, I mean... Socially aware. Probably God's plan has been the most kind of like, oh shit, Drake's, Drake's kind of put out a message in this video that's of more more be, more than just his brand. Mm-hmm. More than like, oh, I'm the best rapper, yeah. I'm this, I'm this, I'm that. Some type of activism. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because mm-hmm. if we rewind back, we can say Tupac was one of the most... Like forward thinking um changing like yeah just politically pushing artists you Mm -hmm. know and maybe maybe kendrick is the new tupac but who's drake the new and who's gonna be the new drake you know like there's i feel like there's always a new artist that's coming along and filling in other people's shoes if you know what i'm saying they say like you know jake a lot of people have said j cole was like the new newer kind of nas yeah, yeah, people say Kendrick is like the new Tupac. So can you see Tor- Tory Lanez doing... But do you know what? They're, I don't know if there could be a new Drake while Drake is still reigning. Yeah, true. And one thing that I... We did talk about this, didn't we? We have talked... Uh, we've spoken about it a few times over the podcast. But one thing I have to say about Drake as well, that I don't know if people actually... I feel like it's one of the obvious, but I don't think maybe people acknowledge directly is the fact that the reason why, even in the UK, while we have this melodious boom at the moment, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people have to put it down to the Drake era. Whether it's your, your Notes or your Rams or your, your J-Huss or your, your Kojo or whatever. The melodious side of things... Yeah, came from Drake, and I would say that even Drake took the baton further from what Fifty was doing. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm yeah. Saying? Because one thing that you know, Fifty had his gangster side, Fifty Cent had his gangster side, his raw side, but he was the hook master. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? And I feel like Fifty took it further from where I know it was his nemesis, but he took it further from where Ja, ja Rule had it because Ja Rule was maybe too melodious. Yeah, and. and and maybe just melodious a lot of the times. Yeah. And then had a lot of features on his choruses as well. Yeah. Whereas 50 just done it all. Yeah, it's true. And then Drake took the baton and took it further. And then we come to the UK now where the UK is, we're in a melodious season. Yeah, we and are. That, we I think are. that a lot of that is down to Drake. Yeah. You were talking about this um, Jay-Z interview, innit? That's going to be dropping on this. David Letterman. 
So it's a series on Netflix. Yeah, David Letterman, he's, he's, he's interviewing like a lot of the top dons. I think he done um, Obama as well one there. And he's That's had, like, so sick. He's had um, people of that calibre. But they've been leaking out the snippets mm -hmm. of like the, the interview with Jay-Z, which by the time you hear this podcast, it's out there on Netflix for sick. you to, you know, watch. And I think it's going to be a good, a good watch that Jay-Z's been on there talking about um fatherhood and his mother coming his out of the closet out, yeah and also um i don't know if he discussed it on the interview but you know a lot of media outlets over the last week or so have been talking about the 10th year anniversary of jay-z and beyonce which oh, is significant yeah, ten it's been years. 10 years yeah, man that's true. 10 years of marriage oh of yeah of just yeah, marriage exactly yeah, i, I feel think like maybe weren't they before, before like 10 years together. as well <laughs> possibly it's, look, it's, like, it's uh, a lot uh, i think a lot of people look back to you know when they had this um the song um bonnie and clyde oh three yeah i think that was around the time that a lot of people say they got together because remember there was an early era in their relationship where it was just denial it was, yeah and yeah it was like talk blurred. About yeah, it. yeah yeah yeah, so. yeah but that's their business have man. you got tickets to their show i haven't have you no you know i don't i don't mm. like, i've been thinking to myself am i really interested in seeing it's weird I, like I'm, I'm not going to lie. I feel like when that show happens, if I don't go and I possibly see people snapping or doing the Insta it. videos, not hate, but I'm going to maybe like... Um, pinch yourself. Pinch myself. Maybe yeah. be like, like, yo, I should have been there. Because I've never but, seen Beyonce in concert. Whoa, never, really? Oh, man. Madness, I've seen it? Beyonce. I've seen Beyonce. Whether solo or with Destiny's Child, Easily over five times. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, great. One of the greatest performers. Yeah, greatest, I can imagine. I awesome. Can Im um, that, yeah, that Jay-Z and Beyonce joint world tour, when that hits the UK, that's going to be mad. But you know what? I feel like I haven't heard. Is it sold out? It's got to be sold out. I think so. It's got to be sold out. Usually it's a big thing, like it's sold out. It's a stadium, and isn't like, it? Um, yeah. Usually yeah. it's a big thing like sold out in 24 yeah, but hours, I but really I, I ain't heard, heard yeah. nothing about it. Well, boy. It's, it's, it's got to be. It's got to be. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, is it the same? Is it Wembley Stadium? Oh, you Probably. know what? I'm not even sure where I it is. I think Eminem know? sold that out when he did it. When he done it. Yeah. And then Dre was here. 50, I think, came out as well. Yeah. It's going to be It's gonna be a moment. Just talking on the topic of like Jay-Z discussing like his, his mum coming out and stuff like that. I can understand that being an artist, you know, it's kind of like your duty to to put personal experiences into your music right do you feel us as broadcasters and presenters do you feel like it is part of our duty as well to let out a bit of our personal life as well or do you think do you know what i mean like do you think do you think that we should as presenters be a bit transparent more transparent open to personal no, do you life. think it's do you think it's part of our job to have to 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 let people know our personal not not everything part but of our job no nah, i don't think it's a default do, do I, you think it makes us less do you think it makes a journalist or a media personality less credible if they're a bit more contrived and cons conserved in 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 what they let out private basically yeah just be like super ultra private there has to be a level of like knowing right i think there's a lot of things um I don't hide things. Yeah. Like about my, my, my personal life. I don't hide things, but I would say I'm less forthcoming about things. Some people are just an open book. Mm. Uh, maybe, maybe I feel like I'm in the middle. Me personally, I'm in the middle. I'm not an open book, but I don't hide 
And like, if you if you find out something about me, like cool, like it's not a denial. But you thing. know, you know what they say, like because when people, because people, like an audience, gets attached or latches onto a, a media figure because of some of sort of personal, like a um, re, yeah, there's like a personal relation, like you can connection. relate to them, connect to them because of their situation, because of their experiences, because of their story. Yeah, like people latch onto stories, isn't mm. it? So sometimes I feel like you're too guarded. Yeah, I might be too guarded and maybe that doesn't make me as entertaining or doesn't make me as quote unquote marketable. Do you know what I'm saying? There's a pace to this, man. <laughs> There's a pace and like you can't give all. Like you can't just throw it all out there. That's you know what when I think. you when, when you look when you look at like um it depends as an individual in this field in particular being a media person, DJ, radio presenter, personality, you know, whatever. There's a long journey in this. Some people look at the, you know, I feel like some people just want to be in it for like 10 years maybe. Yeah. And just want to murk and then move on to something else. Or I've always looked at me and I feel like you're similar as a long journey. Like there's nothing else I feel like I'm going to do in life. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be different. Never say never though. Never say never. Of course not. Never shut the door to it. But there's going to be different little journeys and different tail offs I get what you're into, saying yeah. in, in this journey so right now we're forefront of radio but I think like with every with social media being a, an accessible platform to everyone I think everyone is sharing their story and everyone is sharing their experience so everyone's got their own and maybe some more contrived than others yeah which is what I'm thinking because some a lot of it uh, you can see it's forced yeah and then you, you can, can exactly, see who's natural you can see with it's it forced, yeah 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 true but I think in terms of the evolution of everything, I actually think that at one at one stage, we can't, there's nothing else to like show. There's nothing else to give off. So I think privacy is going to be- The new thing. The new like, yeah, sought after like hype, if you know, if you know what I mean. Like you see how now we pay, well, we pay, but you can pay like marketing companies, isn't it? To, mm -hmm. to expand your your brand yeah and your channels and your vehicles and find different like mm -hmm. ways to expose you mm -hmm. I think soon enough people are going to pay for privacy yeah how crazy is that how now you're going to have to how your privacy is going to be something to, that you have to get back rather than something that you, you've chosen to not even let out I take it back to I remember there's been a few occasions when people around me or people I know have said, oh, I've closed down that social media. Like they've closed down their Facebook or they've closed down their Instagram because they've said like, mm -hmm. um, I don't want people to know my business. But my view on it has always been people only find out what you put on there. It's true. It's and true. I'm not saying you have to be controlled, but be weary. Yeah. Be weary like... You control the social media. Don't let you the do, social yeah. media control you. No, it's Don't true. feel forced to put out there, thing to put things out there, and maybe just go with it. Like, it should feel natural. It should feel natural. It should feel natural. Like just be responsible. Mm -hmm. It's also like sort of slightly moving on from that. Yeah. Um, big shouts to Frisco because he said something on his Twitter recently and said like some people are looking at interviews like it's a police interview. If you don't want to talk, don't do interviews. And it's another example of 
controlling and being responsible for what you put out there. Yeah. And you know, yeah. we've come across people that are like doing interviews. And sometimes I feel like they feel like it's a police investigation. Bruv, why are you here? Why are you here? Yeah. Come here to talk. Or like, if you don't want to talk about certain things, I've always given advice to artists that are like of less um, experience that control the interview. Like from our side of things, I know I've spoken to many artists and they've answered the question and then they put into the interview what their narrative is. I I've agree. always I've always advised an artist to put into the interview what their narrative is. That's sick. Yeah. That's, a, that, that's how I look at it as well. Like no matter how much I, I have prepped and kind of have an idea of what I want to talk to an artist about, I always make sure that the direction is led by them. Oh. Like I, I just have a feel of what they want to talk about or what they might want to just cross off the, the, the list completely. You get that. You, it's, it's all about, we was talking about this actually before we got on initiative. Initiative is something that lacks in human beings <laughs> a, a lot. lot. A lot, a lot, man. A lot, a lot of initiative and self motivation yeah. is in is is in a lack of, and that's quite surprising. You you might not have thought that be the case in the area that we're in, but there's a lot of that, man. And going back to like the interviews and what um, an artist wants to put out there and stuff. Um, sometimes I think artists that I talk to, they're a little bit weary at the beginning because I always, before we press record, ask an artist, is there anything you don't want to talk about? Uh. I've had to also start putting in, is there anything you don't want to talk about? Is there anything you want to talk about right. to counterbalance it? Because right. me saying, is there anything you don't want to talk about? Might get their back up thinking, yo, what are you going to talk about? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I've counterbalanced that now. We're like, is there anything you don't want to talk about? Is there anything you want to talk about in particular? Yeah. And that's yeah, how no, I start every interview. That's like, fair enough. Off mic before we press record. Yeah, of course, of course. Big shouts to Skepta, man. Um, he's become a chief in I Nigeria. Know, um, a lot of people might have seen the homecoming shows that have been taking part in Nigeria. You know, you might have seen Skepta, Notes, J Huss, Tiny Temper. Skepta went over there to just party. He, he has mm -hmm. a new title. Um, I want to try and get this right. Chief Omuladan of Odi Aji. That's what I'm saying. So when you become a chief in Nigeria, <laughs> like Mr. and Mrs. is not, um, obviously I'm not Nigerian, so I just tried my best there. You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, out in Nigeria, if you're a Mr. or Mrs., it's not as important. It's like normal stuff. But to become a chief means you have contributed substantially to the development of the community. And Skepta is now a chief. And are him and Naomi an item? Hey. Hey. Damn. Uh, you see, like, again, when it goes back to, like, interviews, <laughs> sometimes what is not spoken about or what is not confirmed yeah. leaves it open for interpretation yeah, yeah. and also leaves it open for a talking point and is great for publicity. Yeah. Because whereas if they both came out and said, yeah, we're an item or we're not an item, that closes the door on that. Yeah, no, But true. I think it's not a coincidence that maybe no one has asked that. Like, when they done the GQ interview... Yeah. That wasn't asked in, in there. Like why and then some might ask, why does it have to be asked? Like they're just doing a job. They sure. just both modeled like a, exactly. a brand. Yeah. That, like, does it have to be asked? Does it have to be yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. she's a model and she's modeling with exactly. Skepta? Does it have to be one uh, a counter argument might be like they did seem like they was quite close. Close. And like maybe there's a in a part of the conversation where people are saying, like, Skepta, you're wicked, man. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> 
<laughs> top kudos because Naomi Campbell is an icon of modern modeling. Of course. Do you know what I'm saying? When you're talking about 90s, noughties, she's an icon. Like, there's only like a handful of other models that you could bring into the of conversation course. with Worldwide. her. Worldwide recognized and definitely appreciated and, and like it's probably going to be uh, uh, an icon who is celebrated in decades, decades to come yeah, yeah, just yeah, like yeah. how Post. people look back of like the 50s and 60s with Marilyn Monroe no, in I her see what you're saying. I see what I you're feel saying like, you know people will look back yeah at this era and celebrate this era yeah it's true. Campbell. speaking of icons that have transitioned through the eras and only grown and evolved in just the best way possible. Mr. Pharrell Williams celebrates his birthday today as we record this podcast. This guy has turned 45 years old. I mean, completely unbelievable. The, the way this guy is, I feel, this guy, I feel like he just, every year, he just resets the clock and he's just living that year again and again. Like, there's no sense of age, only wisdom. Like I only feel feel like he gets wiser because in terms of creativity, his collaborations with Adidas, his collaborations with G Star, they're all so fresh, so new, and he just embodies like youth. It's which is it's kind of like a paradox. Like he's getting older, but he's actually his creativity is getting younger. If you know what I'm saying, like Man, like Pharrell Williams, I will always remember the time I met him. That he oh, he said lucky. he said to me anything imaginable is possible, and I always yes, remember that. Yes, he does say he that. Said yeah, that anything imaginable is possible, and he said that in the drop that he done for me as well. So, oh wow, that's something I Treasure always remember. That. Yeah, do you think that he's he's definitely of a genius status, right? I think we need to put Neptunes in that as well because he never yeah, done no, it definitely. all as a solo. No, definitely you know what I'm not. So like that, that Neptunes era of like the 90s and early noughties in their peak. Yeah. Madness. Like if you create a discography of of their um, productions of that era, madness. It's a madness. It's madness. A ma- What's your favourite? Do you know what? There um, are some, there's some Nori album tracks, Nori, man. same. There, there, there's yeah. a song, yeah, by Nori called Headbusser. Madness. <laughs> That song is mad. It is. That song is mad. Um, grimy by Nori as well. Oh, Grimy, yeah. Grimy's mad. That's, that's sick. Um, Obviously. What, what other ones? Go on, you mentioned some. I mean, with Nori. Nothing boy, is a, nothing is a, is a is bait like, one. Yeah, you know it's a bait one, yeah. But obviously his his work with Clips, well, their work, sorry, Neptune's, mm-hmm. so Pharrell and Chad, that grinding... Yeah, Grindy album. Was what, what was that album called? Um, that whole album. I don't remember what the album was called, but Grinding. To he- Hell Hath Fury or something? Yeah, Hell Hath Fury. Um, yeah, the Grinding, When the Last Time. Um, Hot damn. Yeah. Well, not, that wasn't on that album. That's a that's a NERD, you know? No, that's Clips. Is it? Yeah, that's Clips. Mr. Me Too. Yeah. Um, Ma, I Don't Love Her. Ma, I Don't Love Her. Yeah. It's just it's sick. Oh, what happened to that boy? What happened to that boy? Do, 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 do. Madness. Crazy. Obviously, their work with Khalees. Can I have it like that? Gwen Stefani. Front in with Jay-Z. Yeah. Um, not, um, Pastor Cavorcier. Number one, Kanye West. Drop it like it's... So I didn't like number one that much, you know? that. Do you know like that era of um, 
Neptunes and the Pharrell and the Pharrell, the Neptunes and Pharrell was like the happier. Like they went through their oh, grimy. No, 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 they did. If you look, if you put the discography together chronologically, yeah, mm-hmm. it's like when they were making like number one and Angel and those songs, it's like he got into the happier phase like when he was working with like it was definitely very like friendly yeah the stuff with okay. like um justin timberlake no and that it wasn't grimy grimy yeah 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 no the stuff with justin i think was gri- it had an edge a rough edge to it lap dance lap dance lap dance is a murkers that's huge that's that's like rock star shit yeah but anyway happy birthday for all we can't really move that dope as well oh yeah that was big see i always confuse that because mike no Co- is that co-production it's not even co-produced. It's just, it's just, it says it's just Mike, but I'm sure Pharrell, Pharrell had a hand had a, in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know why? Maybe I get mixed up because Pharrell's got the verse on there. Yeah, and exactly. And you know what? I didn't really love it at the beginning, but I feel like grew, a lot of other people like loved it. it. Yeah. yeah. So if we just added some like Neptune's productions in there that wasn't Neptune's, shout <laughs> to Mike Will. Yeah. Do you think Mike Will is the on new his way. Timberland? I've never thought of that. I've never, I've never thought of that um, connection. Never thought of that connection. Or the new. I don't know. For for me, I don't feel what? like they're always. They, they, there doesn't <laughs> always need to be a new. No, but I think. You know what I'm saying. But there is some sort of like a. Oh, this person's career lends itself to this person. The, the, this person, you know, like. Mm-hmm. It's kind of. It's not. No, it's not about replacing. It's about kind of emulating and going in the same direction mm-hmm. or the same escalation if you know what i mean like they they escalated in the same way michael's got a, a significant way to go before he gets to timberland status to be honest well he's got, I'm a, significant, holding my... he's got a significant way to go nah man Timberland was murking. No, I know, I know. Yeah, you're right. Timberland you're right. was murking. Because Timberland has a had a lot of pop influence. It's not just that. Obviously, we need to um, be clear on what the criteria is for you to, you know, be a great or whatever. We've debated about it on prior podcasts and that. But um, for what one of my favorite hip hop producers is RZA, and whenever I sit down with like other great hip hop producers. Or, you know, people of, you know, that will come up with some some good points. I've kind of debated why RZA hasn't been in the conversation as much when it comes to great hip-hop producers as, like, DJ Premier or your, your Kanye West or your Dr. Dre or your Neptunes or your mm-hmm. Timberland. And for RZA, maybe, it's because he didn't really work that much outside of Wu-Tang. Yeah. Like, he's great. Like, you put together, like, the best of Wu-Tang discography, like solo artists, group group projects or whatever, you got a sick RZA discography. Yeah, it's but true. But he didn't collaborate much outside of Outside Wu. of the, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whereas, like, um, Neptunes weren't just stuck to, like, Nori or their solo stuff. They collaborated with everyone from Britney Spears to Madonna mm-hmm. to then like Nori and Snoop Dogg mm-hmm. and Justin Timberlake and you know what I'm saying and Timberland was the same man he done Jay-Z he done like Destiny's Child yeah and then like yeah um, yeah there Missy was Elliot variety there was variety man so that's what I mean with Mike Will that's why I, I kind of drew that comparison has he had those and this is just one point of the criteria has Mike Will really had like those big crossover songs like Miley could, Cyrus, was that a was that a one though? Was that a one? Because we could we could talk about Timberland 
to you know your general guy and yeah. they'll know who Timberland is. But if you say Mike Will, I don't know if they will. I see what you're saying. <laughs> Pun intended. Mike Will, I don't know if they will. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You get me. Anyway, I'm a big supporter of Mike Will. Yeah, Shout out to Mike Will. And you know what? I just have to give a notable mention to some of the UK producers doing their thing as well. Shout out to Still Bangles. Shout out to Team Salute. And shout out to J5, man. Sick. J5. You know what I mean? Produced the whole um jay huss album common sense and i was listening back to that album over the last fortnight as well and i just it's just a great album man yeah like shouts to j5 yeah. man sick shouts to steel bangles man shouts to team salute man hey going hard yeah man hard in the paint I'm sorry if i didn't mention you there's there's some other dons out there as well of but course i just wanted to mention those ones right now today on this podcast and when we do another podcast next time, I might mention, mention some other producers. Maybe you know what I'm saying? get me on to some as well. Yeah. Because I'm very... You're lacking. Lack, lacks, slacking. Lacks. But um, just going on the point you said about RZA, it's kind of the same thing with West Coast producers. Because I, I did a G-Funk mix on my last Radar show. Mm. And G-Funk was just such a healthy era mm -hmm. for musicianship in general, for the vibe of LA and... You know, producers like Daz Dillinger and mm -hmm. DJ Quick, like mm -hmm. and Battle Cat. All these, all these producers kind of go under the radar because they, as you said, they stick in. Yeah, they stick it's to their funny. circle. As you just mentioned, those names like they've come. I've remembered them again, but I don't ultimately. I don't think of them exactly. Right, I'm being honest. And but musically, it's 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 sick. Mm. Like the bass guitar, the vibe. The just, musicality. The musicality of it is was healthy for hip hop. Mm -hmm. Was healthy for music. So. We can't forget th these kind of producers that kind of stick in 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 their lane, and it's kind of like DJing as well. Like get, when you're a specialist DJ, some people might say, "Oh, you just stick, you you do you, you're a DJ. You're supposed to do everything. Like why do you just play the same like that type of music?" Everyone's got their favorite, their yeah root of favorite. And it? also, I believe in like if you specialize in something, then someone is gonna. If someone wants to wants to hear that type of music or wants to know more about that type of music, they know exactly who to reach out for because yeah. you're going to be more well-versed in the topic and in the culture. Yeah, and on that point, man, if you want to hear great breakfast radio, if you want to hear great radio in general, I am on Rinse FM Monday to Thursday, 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. I had to think about that. 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. Quite good radio yeah, in start. my opinion. Quite. We do stuff. We don't just like randomly just like we're, we're, we're constructed i hear radio it's, it's shows a must sometimes listen. it's a it's don't say it's a must listen because you don't listen to my show i'm just i'm just <laughs> you're trying to punctuate me yeah but <laughs> live by what you say you know what i'm saying oh, live by what you say but i'm saying like i hear some radio shows i ain't trying to throw shade at the moment <laughs> i hear radio shows and i just hear people trying a thing i i thought to myself recently um what is the difference between this radio presenter and you know you used to have the thing on the computer where you type the words and the computer talks what you're typing? Yeah. They could replace you as a radio <laughs> presenter with the automated speaker from the oh, computer good. when they type the words and it just says, hi, my name is Because they're DJ. basically reading off a... Not even that they're just reading off something. That you're, What you're talking about, how you're presenting is just generic. It's there's generic, no, there's no... Um, my, embellishment. my background as like a radio person, I, I, I come from, it's funny because it's a weird journey because in school I used to MC 
So I uh-huh. wanted to be an MC and a rapper first. But then I used to be the MC that used to buy records. So when it come to doing radio sets, by default, I find myself DJing more. Yeah, and exactly. Like, and then DJing and learning on the radio when I started. I never had decks when I started radio. So I learned on the radio. So then by default, I became a DJ, started collecting more um music and stuff but I was DJing more than I was presenting but I feel like because of my MCing background the conversion from like sort of then becoming like a DJ presenter mm-hmm. I kind of you know slipped into it a bit more easier but my background primarily comes from being a DJ and a music person as opposed to starting out and saying I want to be a presenter you know what I mean? But these people who come from a straight presenter background, bruv, you should be killing it because that's fundamentally <laughs> what you've been practicing. It's true. But you can't even present as good as, and I'm not trying to take away from myself or other people that come from a similar background that DJed and maybe MC'd first, but you can't even do what you first set out to do to a great level. And on top of that, you don't even have music knowledge. Whereas I say like from a person who's come from my background, I like to say that I'm going to be on the pulse of music. Yeah. I'm going to understand music. Understand it, yeah. And then on top of that, I'm adding the source of being a presenter as well. Whereas the person who's just a presenter first and foremost doesn't have the music background. Not even trying most of the time. Yeah. Just sounding mad generic, bruv. Yeah, that's true. Or we just played that song, now we're going to play this song. Do you feel like um, just kind of a little tail off the subject in in the uk there's a culture of like pigeonholing people so if you're say if you're a presenter if if you then start putting out records like mm. a singer or something people are like oh no you can't do that like whereas in i feel like people in america they're grown up to have different be, strings be triple threats be, or yeah be like, triple threats i don't think it's like very accepted here to do everything Maybe that's changing though, man, because not everyone can do it, but no one saw the Michael Dapper thing coming. But I think he only just wanted to make one song. But that's not yeah, always gonna And you know what they say, um they, they they say um what's it called? Jack of all trades, ace of none. Yeah. Not everyone's gonna try and be <sighs> again. What was <laughs> I watching yesterday, yeah? Somebody said that Bruce Lee used to have this 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 quote, yeah. I fear the person who was it? Not tries to do a thousand kicks at one time, but the person who spends more time doing a thousand kicks and spreads it across a period of time. So that person is practicing, 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 practicing. Okay. Rather than trying to do it all at once. So uh, my point. That's my, quite a good. You know what I mean? Like, like, I feel like I'm changing the, the 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 quote of what he said a bit. But my my point is a gradual practice as, appo- uh, as opposed to trying to do it all at once. once. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, true. I like that. I don't image. know if that I even like makes that sense. Image. Yeah, that, that did make sense. I like that image. Have you been watching anything recently? Watching anything? I am watching and I've never been a great fan of slave programs, but, um, you know, films and TV series. Is, but I'm watching something on Netflix at the moment called right. Underground. I knew you were going to say did that. Do you watch that? No, I, I need to. Yeah. No, John I, 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 wrote it. I, yeah, yeah, I see him in the credits. I wouldn't say you need to. It's interesting. And as I've been watching it, um, not in a positive or negative way, but I'm thinking, I don't know if this is the obvious what everyone thinks, but I think to myself, wow, man, to live in those times, like back in like 1860, in the southern part of America, Tennessee, 
Kentucky, Memphis and all those places where the slave trade was at its most infamous. You just had slave traders. You had cotton picking and flicking madness. Like, And I also think on top of that, yeah, is it even true the story that's being portrayed? Like, I mean, negative or positively, was it worse or was it not as bad? I'm sure it was even worse than what we've even seen right, and right. things were different. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah I'm watching Underground. Questions. Yeah, yeah. I need to get into that. I actually just watched Roxanne. Roxanne, Roxanne. Oh, yeah, yeah. Based upon Roxanne Chante. Yeah. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it. Okay, it's it's produced by Pharrell, actually. Mm -hmm. um, I Yeah, I just saw it last night. I was... What do you mean? Oh, it's a film, isn't it? It's not like a TV series. No, yeah, it's a film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On, but it's on Netflix. Before you even say, I'm not trying to crash what you're segueing into, yeah, but I am a bit of a naysayer when it comes to... Um, you know, like Biopics. originals films on Netflix. Like, oh. I like the TV series and stuff. Yeah. But when it comes to films, I feel like their budget for TV series is maybe cool, I, but yeah. not for like films. I was just going to say, Films need yeah. to be bigger budget. Yeah. I, mm. This one was, you know, I felt like it was, they rushed through the, her story. Mm. Um, and for the, for the depth of the emotional content that it was, it was, giving out it just i don't know it w i couldn't feel it enough like there was some deep stuff in there deep topics like deep underlying you know emotions and i felt like they just coasted over and it's a shame because you know stuff like that the stuff that was in there was quite serious how long was it uh, probably just two just two hour mark two just hours. Un maybe just under two hours 145 um, but you know, like she's been through a lot, you know, almost getting raped and having a man that's way older than her beating her. And I felt like they just skimmed through just to add it in the story, but the time scale didn't make sense. Mm. Like she didn't really, her look didn't change. Like there wasn't growth. Her bro her, her sisters, her brothers and sisters kind of remained the same over the time. Like it wasn't constructed well enough. I think it was just rushed. Listen, I watch this, man. I don't know if you're selling it to me now. You're not saying I should watch it then. Is that what you're saying? Or are you saying I need to watch it to form my own opinion? Yeah, watch it to form your own opinion. I mean, do you know her story in full? Yeah, I've known about yeah. her story, man. Queen's and even bitch. like the casting, like the casting of Nas was a bit annoying. They could have casted a better, mm. <laughs> a better little Nas. Yo, where we are right now smells amazing i can smell some food oh my gosh when i say food like i'm talking about f-h-o-o-d food <laughs> i don't know does that does that sound no, or maybe like, like a, a f-h-e-w-d food food f-h-e-w-d yeah. -E oh, food okay <laughs> what kind of accent is this it's not an accent it's just an emotion it's just an emotion like, do you ever Yo. like do you ever go into like the kitchen when the food's cooking and saying that food. food tastes nice. You're going to be like, oh, the food. Yeah. The food is food. good. You get me? Punctuation. I've been trying to cook recently. You've been trying to cook. I made a lasagna. Just the fact that you put a china in there don't sound too positive. <laughs> you get me? I made a lasagna. Lasagna simple though, isn't it? What? Isn't it? Lasagna is challenging. Straight. I mean, like, what type of lasagna was you making? Beef. Bolognese, okay. obviously. Mad thing. There's but certain I've meats that wrong. I made, yeah. Certain meats that I made that turned my nose up differently. There was a meat getting made in my house recently and I had to make sure the, the back door and everything was open. It bacon? Was mad. Nah, it was... Um, I hate the smell of bacon. I don't know why. It weren't bacon, man. It was... Was it some kind of... Was it lamb? Lamb oh, chops lamb. or something? Oh, <gasps> lamb! Lamb is Is bar. that you, yeah? Nah, lamb man. is nice. Nah, nah. 
Lamb is a very, I think it's high quality meat. Nah, fam. Nah, nah, nah. Oh, Shout out to all the people that are on a similar diet as me and it's chicken and fish only. I think I like, I might go somewhere to have a, f- a freaking chicken burger later on still. Nice. Yeah, the reason why I do chicken hungry, burgers, man. I need something right now. I'm not about the meat dissection, man. I, th- I really, one thing that is like a bit of a pet peeve, if that's what you call it, yeah, is I don't like sitting at the table or whatever, eating chicken because that's the only meat I eat and freaking di- dissecting it. I don't like to like cut it off the bone and all that stuff. Oh, that's really? long bedging. Nah, man, just give me the flesh. Oh, good. Yeah? That's why I just do flesh, chicken burgers. The flesh, the oh, meat, yeah, the man, meat, the yeah. flesh. I just want the flesh, bro. That Not sounds carnivory. No ah! skin, Bedjin. Nah, man, skin. I'm dead. Do you know what? Like, I've never been a skin eater, mate. What, of the chicken? Nah, that sounds mad. It is really <laughs> bad, but when my mum roasts chicken, I do eat the skin. That's bad. I Shouts know. to you in it. If you do, that's Shouts you. Shouts to fat. If you do, that's you. I'm not going to say that that's a pew, but But I'm going to you. the gym now, so I'm good. Straight. Well, you know what? Like as a as a recent, um, I'd like to say I'm in a full swing. I'm going gym three times a week. I'm training like at home as well. You know, press ups, sit ups, dumbbells, Same. lunges, Same. squats, all of that stuff. Assisting my gym going, which is three times a week again. Let you know, I'm going gym three times a week. <laughs> but like one thing which might be staying obvious is you have to make sure. Sorry, if you're starting a gym now, you're going to the gym. This is a very important point. I'm not trying to preach or anything. Yeah, you have to make sure that the calorie intake is less than the calorie burn needs right. to be Sorry. calorie intake less than the calorie burn <laughs> yeah do you get on a treadmill yeah okay how many calories you burn on that treadmill i don't look at what calories i'm burning okay i don't really care about calories i just care about fitness i bought a skipping rope this week still oh, that's the one thing i and can't imagine do. i'm sounding mental and i'm being honest i can't skip I can't either. Okay, I thought it was just me. I thought like, what's going on? My I got coordination, bad coordination is terrible. And I got like, I got, imagine I got a leather skipping rope that I bought, yeah? And I was skipping. A leather skipping rope? Leather. It's Yo, like, this it's, sounds it's a, kinky. It's a, it's a, it's a, <laughs> no, allow it. Allow it. Allow it. Allow it. Yeah, it's like a leather rope, skipping rope, yeah? A leather rope. It's whatever, isn't it? But I was skipping barefoot or whatever. And as I was like oh. failing... The freaking skipping rope was killing my foot. Oh, but I was, shit. I was, I was, um, what's it? I weren't giving up. I was focused. You yourself. Yeah, my toes, mate. My team. <laughs> Shout outs to everyone. Mad. Actually, let's get a vote of people who want SK to, to vlog his exercise. That is long. <laughs> that is long. I can't lie. I think it'll be entertaining. Unlock podcast on the Twitter, Insta, SoundCloud. How about that? How about that? Catch you know me outside. I mean? How about that? Follow us on the iTunes, man. It's very important. Find us on the iTunes app. Find us. Find us. Follow us. Subscribe. Do all of that. It's important to the existence of us. Exactly. <laughs> the existence. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not doing that. I'm not vlogging. I'm not recording. My- you know what, though? The reason why, like, on a serious note, again, another pet peeve. If you're going to the gym, just go to the gym. Don't talk about it that much. Yeah, and don't I do, social I don't media really like it. that, yeah. Fam, do you know what? Like, and I'm, I just want to say these few things now while we're on the topic because you brought it up, not me, yeah? <sighs> is that I've noticed today when I was in the gym earlier, the amount of people that are in the gym on the phone, on Yo, the treadmill, on the phone, on the cross that. trainer, on I the phone. Martin, what are you doing? I ain't yeah. got, me, I'm very strict with my time in there. I'm trying to be in there for an hour. Yeah, and exactly. Like, when I'm doing legs and I'm doing arms, I'm doing legs, arms, legs, arms, legs, arms, legs, arms. So while one part of the <laughs> one part of the body is recuperating, I'm doing the other part. 
Oh, is me? it? Yeah, I don't oh. rest. I don't rest. No, but I do. Like, if I'm going to do legs today, I'm just going to do legs. I'm not going to do arms. I, I, I always trans. I, I always find something to rotate it with. Oh, okay. So, like, even if fair I'm enough. doing sit-ups, I do sit-ups, press-ups, sit-ups, press-ups. Oh, fair sit-ups. enough. Yeah. I don't try to... So, I'm trying to have my optimal hour mm-hmm. in the gym. Yeah. No phone calls. No, well, no, no, f- no phone calls. Even on top of that, my phone's not even with me. My phone's in the locker. Oh, is it? And my phone's in music? the locker turned off. I've got my other portable music device here, which I use, which is on airplane mode. Ah. As you can see right now, it's on airplane mode. Portable music device. Yeah, yeah. We can't we give them too much yeah, um, advertisement. Um, advertisement. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you have to pay for that shit. Trust me, daddy. You know what? I'm going to say her name once on this podcast. I don't know if we've mentioned her before. Do you know what I'm going to say? Do you know what I'm going to say? Bye, I'll say Bobby. her name once. No, no, no. We've said her before. And maybe yeah. she hasn't... I don't know if she's done... Cardi B. No, no, no. We've mentioned her before. No, like uh, the person I'm about you. to say, I don't know. Many people might vote for her to be. Um, what's the place when you put um, a, this person in a, in a white when you um, sectioned? They might want her to be sectioned. Deleting sounds a bit too hardcore because I don't want no one to be deleted or killed, oh, like, not killed, but like maybe <laughs> just not mentioned or given as much advertisement. Every time I see this person on a media platform, a uh, 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 respectable. Um, music portal or website I'm like bruv like obviously we share different views in life because if someone is a terrorist they're not going to get coverage on a website anymore Uh but this person is like a sly racist I don't know if sly is the right word but you've done some racist things and you've done some horrible things and you've done some very unprovoked things enough for you to be like just sit down or if yeah. you don't come out with a public apology or like, I'm starting over again, just go away. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, Who no. am I talking about? Azealia Banks. Azealia Banks. Yeah. she's What's she done now? What? I've just seen like, what she, she she just popped up on the website, a uh, website that I look at um, recently and... I just, I'm just, I'm just, why, why is she there? Why is she giving, why, why, um, why, why is she there? Exposure. Yeah. Like, why is she getting exposure? Let me just like actually look at the website and see what they was actually talking about when it, Azealia when it comes Banks, to her. Yeah. It's the reason why she basically, Azealia Banks pleads guilty in boob biting case. Now we're not going to talk about that, whatever <laughs> you've done, boob biting or whatever, but just the fact that the reason why, I just want to let you know why I think that she really needs to sit down and go away for a little while or forever and do another career <laughs> unless you come out and apologize and turn over a new leaf and stick to it because there's a lot of apologies that you've done and you just come out and do another madness yeah it's and uh, the, the main reason why the ma- like she was doing stuff before that was arguable should right. she have another chance and then it got to the point i think in 2016 when she was online beefing with zayn malik formerly of One Direction and she called him a curry scented bitch and she said I'm going to start calling you the Punjab you dirty other stuff she also called him a word that begins with F and all of the beefs over the years man like with Nicki Minaj with Iggy with RZA with UK music, no one, yeah, no, one, yeah, yeah. Didn't she had a performance here that she cancelled? She was meant to be or like was um, she, was performing at a, 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 a um, festival that I was DJing at, and um, I don't want to name her with the festival as well because it just brings down the festival, man. But 
she didn't end up because everyone um, said that <laughs> they basically campaigned against, campaigned against her performing and she it didn't happen. She needs to look after her safety. It comes to the point when um, an artist is involved in so much controversy and beef mm-hmm. that you have to say that maybe it's not the other stuff. Maybe it's you. True. So I'm just saying that my point of this little conversation part of the podcast is that I don't know why respectable media outlets are still giving, giving her, coverage. her yeah, yeah, coverage. Like We definitely share different morals. What does she have to do to be barred? What does she have to do? I don't know if it's a question of is she actually mentally you know, stable. This is just her as a human being. Like me looking out for her as a human being. Like, is anyone looking out for her? Is there anyone looking or is it all mm. a facade or is it all... There's so many unanswered questions and very like blurred lines and I, I, I just don't know what to think about it. Like, is this is this what she has decided her image is going to be like or is she genuinely that outspoken that she can't handle it? Be honest, do you still play her music? No. Okay. What even is her music? No, nah, nah, people were playing 212 a lot. What, still? They were playing it. They were playing it. They were playing it. And she had an EP which... 212, yeah, is the only song that I know. I don't know even want to say her. anything about her music, but... Yeah. No, nah, man, it's just... Yeah. Moving swiftly. No, but... No, but... Because, you know, we've had that conversation of separating the artist and the musician from the yeah, person. Yeah, of course. So you don't... But no, no, this has gone beyond that this point. This has gone beyond they, they, that they, point. They, they, there becomes a point course you separate within reason mm-hmm. that's why for me uh i l- really enjoyed r kelly's music and he has a l- lot of classic moments and he's possibly taking away the personal life yeah he's possibly the greatest r&b artist ever no of but course brav, your 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 personal life is mucky it's mad mucky you get me have you seen what's been going on with Fabulous right now? So this is definitely another case of um, not trying to take the moral high ground, but when does it get too far to when you like say, bruv, you're doing a madness. This is like the last so thing I we wanted to hear like, about him. playing your music. <laughs> I'm disappointed, man. I'm so like, this ain't no joke. It's He's not a, po- a minor... It's not. It's not a minor. Did you Error. see the vi- Did you see the video? Yes. So basically, he's reportedly um, facing three to five years in prison of charges of a g- aggravated assault and making the terrorist Terroristic threats, threats against his longtime girlfriend em- Emily B. She claims that he punched her, damaged her teeth, threatened to shoot her and her father. And a video of the dispute between Fabulous and Emily and the father has surfaced online. And I did see the video and I don't know. I don't know. What what do you make of the video? The I one d- where he's coming out the car. Yeah, like, like by the cars and stuff. It did, like it was, it wasn't that bad, but I mean. You don't think it was that bad, no? He didn't put hands on her in the video. No, no, of course not. But that's what I'm saying. The The, yeah. the bad stuff is not even on film. That was just a, that was a reactive. Fab, man, we didn't need this, bruv. We didn't need this. We love your music. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You are probably like one of the understated legends. Exactly. I'm not even like trying to big up the thing too much. Like an understated legend. Because when it comes to your discography, like your singles, your impact, what you kind of made the thing of Mm -hmm. like the single, the R&B type hip hop single. Defo. With the right formula. And then your mixtapes, the soul tape series. Are you mad? Crazy. Mad. Like you're talking about like a at least a fifteen year strong career going back to 
the late 90s, early noughties, all the way up until recently. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just released a Freddie and Jason collaborative project with Jadakiss as well. Which, was, to be honest, wasn't my favourite. No. If I'm honest. It was just a throwaway, but... Now, you went too far, though. I was going to say it wasn't my favourite, but a throwaway is a bit, like, harsh, Sarah. No, when I say a throwaway, it means it's cool, but it's not going to get, like... It's not got a memorable element to it, you know? It's literally a throwaway. This is this is good. Let's put it out, mm-hmm. you know? Like, just... Making music, having fun, collaborating. Does this incident here make you start thinking about, I don't know, we we, we kind of discussed it a few times in the podcast, but, you know, the moral high ground. Like, I don't play R. Kelly's music anymore because of all the rumours, and I feel like the constant rumours, you know, they're no smoke without fire, yeah. and you're having these constant rumours with young girls all the time, like, bruv, like, let's let's allow it in it. Let's, like, allow it. Uh, you haven't been convicted, but... Bruv, it's mad, like, bruv, come on. And but, uh, aside from that, your latest music's not even a thing anyway. And Yeah. But when you're not yeah. coming out and making... You know what? I feel like what we spoke about with R. Kelly before, R. Kelly should have came out and done a proper interview and spoken about it, and he hasn't done that. He hasn't, so we, no. we can't... Bruv, while it's out in the wind, bruv, we're in the wind and playing your music. So with Fabulous as well, let's give him a chance to defend himself yeah. and come out and have some like kind of explanation. Chris Brown, you know? I'm still very supportive of him and his talents. Why though? Because I think he's extraordinary. Okay, so him being an extraordinary musician wipes out him being a low life in a personal real life then. What's a low life? A low life is someone who does a lot of... Uh, a low life isn't this, yeah? But I'm talking about you have morals. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, oh, we, and we, we, we talk about not... And we actually spoke about this specifically in a prior podcast, yeah? Is that I think the problem arises when... We ain't trying to take the moral high ground, but if somebody does something which is directly in opposition of something that you feel strongly morally about, do you know what I'm saying? So like, so it's, me... it's almost like it's almost like let's just bring it down to something trivial, yeah. If I was someone who cared about, like, I'm from North London. So if I'm like the North London patron, North London, North got a title of North London. Like, North London's the best. You can't chat about my ends. And Chris Brown comes out and says, North London's rubbish, man. It's the horriblest place in the world. Like, it's a rubbish place. And I would never go there. And I wouldn't be friends with anyone from North London. Now, I feel strongly about North London. And yeah. you've gone and said something totally contrasting Opposing, to what yeah. I believe in and what I feel strongly about and what I'm passionate about. Uh, no matter how good your music is, I feel like I'm going to make take a right, moral high okay, ground. Okay. So... I feel like, I don't know if I'm putting you in a tricky position here, but with Chris Brown, like, you know yeah, what he's been... Yeah, obviously, I'm a woman. Ju- what, what and I, like, that's, you know, I don't condone any type of violence. Domestic violence. Against, yeah, w- with women. But I, st- I still need to see this documentary about him. Um, but when it gets to stuff like business-related, music business specifically, the entertainment industry... Who knows what has been, um, oh, what's the word? I'm struggling for words today. Like, ma- um, made up. Yeah, and sensation. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, but orchestrated. This is, this is why, all right, I don't know if Chris Brown's ever given an official interview about the case. Like, I still play Chris Brown, to be honest. And you know what? <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there. I don't know if I should say this. But there's been rumours, I feel like, that 
it weren't as straightforward between Chris Brown and Rihanna what yeah, happened. Exactly. And I'm not saying that makes it okay what he done. No, that's of mad because we're not talking about like a little push into the wall and she just busts her lips. It she looked beating. mad. And I'm telling you, like, when I saw those pictures, I didn't believe it. It was too extreme. I was like, nah, mate, that's not real. You this didn't think it was makeup. I, 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 I thought, I just, I just didn't believe it. Yeah. So like, um, I can't even give you a clear reason and tell you why I still play Chris Brown's music. I think it's mad that he still can't come to the UK, to London, to, to yeah, England. Sorry, he can he can go to Ireland, but not England. Mm. Like, why is that such a um, such a strong thing to have on your record then, that prevents you from coming to 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 the UK. I'm not even That's sure. That's big. Fab Fab might be facing those similar Simi situations. Who knows, yeah. Three to five years. That's what I'm saying. Possibly in prison for aggravated that's, assault yeah, that's making mad. terrorist threats. He ain't gonna be able to come to the UK. Oh Fab man. Fab man. <laughs> so when he says terroristic threats, is it because of the like, oh I've got a bullet for you? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. He said like I've it. got I've got a bullet to with the dad, you know. To the dad, yeah, that's mad. That is mad. That's not going. You know, like certain things that you do sometimes, and we're, and we're talking about being right, responsible of your actions and stuff. But I don't know if you could take that back. Is that something that you just say in the heat of yeah, an no, argument? Wow. Yeah. Like, man, man never said like, "Let's fight, man or oh man." I'm gonna fight you. Like I'm gonna punch you. Or like, yeah, man said I got a bullet for you. Like, Yo, you don't say deep. you don't say you don't say I got a bullet for you if you ain't trying to TKO a person. Yeah, no, take that's someone mad. Out. That's very strong. Like, yeah. And the, the the father of your woman that you have also beaten, that's 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 wild behavior. Wilder. That's super erratic. Wild. Capital letters. And like, might put a H in there. W H I L D. <laughs> wilder. Wild. Overly wild behavior. Wild. My computer's Wait. died. You know what, yeah? Damn, to the com rest in peace, uh, to the computer. Listen, it, this it thing lasts me for 10 minutes. My thing. Did you see the interview with Safari? No, but he got robbed at gunpoint or something, okay, right? Okay, so Safari, Nicki Minaj's ex, he'd done an interview hours after being robbed wow. at gunpoint. The interview was with Angie Martinez. Within one minute of the interview starting, he broke down. Like he started like <laughs> within Sorry, one why minute. Am I laughing? Within one minute of the interview, you broke down. Are you serious? And he he said two dudes with guns just ran up on me, <gasps> me face down on the floor with a gun to my head. They just took everything. Now, was it a good idea for you to still do this interview, bro? Like a few hours after getting robbed and looking. Yeah, that's a mad look. You know what I'm saying? Or was it turning a negative into a positive with some promo? Which way do you like swing, Sarah? I think he should consider himself as a man first. Yeah. Like, consider your manhood. So you saying that you should be more tougher and not be coming, be coming across like that? I think, no, there's nothing wrong with someone being vulnerable and being emotional, but I don't think that him, in, in the position that he is in as Safari, like, you have been under such, like, a weird light. Like, people don't, I'm not going to lie, people don't rate you like that. Like, so you're giving them more ammunition food. to yeah, knock him to, down, to, yeah? Yeah, exactly. When you say people don't rate him like that, tell me why you don't rate him like that. Because I feel like he's done a lot of petty moves and a lot of like, not bitch moves, but his, yeah, his actions have been, they haven't been calculated right. Like, they haven't been mature. They've been very petty and immature. And 
you know, coming out of a very high profile relationship. I mean, I don't think their relationship was necessarily high profile, but the woman that you were with is an app is a superstar. And him doing certain things post relationship are a, a display of insecurity, a display of desperation. You know, you, it's just like he's just hungry for the wrong thing. Like he's he's just hungry for for popularity, for acceptance. Man's heartbroken, maybe. He's heartbroken, man. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, think he should really think about his manhood. Like, because he's look he's out here looking like I don't know, weak. Like he for the fame, you know. At the end of the day, he's he's doing all this for the fame. I think a lot of celebrities. That's what, I think a lot of celebrities are celebrities because people clown them if you know what i'm saying like and i'm i'm starting to think does he enjoy being clowned because then there was his dick pic that went viral and you know all this stuff is like well do you actually do you actually get a kick out of doing this then Mad. what do you think do you see what i'm where i'm coming from like i think he's just looking at ratings then at this point He's doing everything. Like desperation is is written all across his face. I think maybe he could have been better advised into maybe doing that interview. To be honest, to not doing the interview. Yeah. Especially so close to the incident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like let like just just. I'm even like even probably if I was Angie Martinez, I wouldn't have even. No, but she when when the interview started, she didn't know. Like she found out within the first. Yeah, like so he literally started interviewing and just be like, "Oh." oh, so it was scheduled. It was obviously had had been scheduled. Yeah, from before. And was he it? turned up because yeah, yeah, he yeah. didn't want to cancel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. he didn't come on there specifically no, to no, announce no. that. No, 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 no. Oh. Maddest thing. Maddest thing. Mm, I think, yeah, it would have been way more professional to cancel. Unlock Podcast, Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud. Find us on iTunes as well. Subscribe to the podcast. It's easy. If you haven't you know listened what? to our, like, Waka Flocka episodes, Lioness... Make sure, man, there's some gems in there. Complexion as well. Shout out to Complexion. Yeah. Now, you know what? We both live in London, Sarah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how um, aware you are of what's been going on, but there's been some madness going oh. on. And especially like in, in North London. The beginning of um, April, there's definitely been like a few shootings in London as well, man. There was two shootings in North London, Tottenham in the space of an hour, including a drive-by attack that left a 17-year-old girl, girl and a boy of 16 dead. So, so shocking. I mean, it's been revealed that London has overtaken New York in the murder rate this year. Up until last night, there was another stabbing. A man in his 20s was stabbed to death oh, in Hackney, East London. London has now seen 50 murders in 2018. What is going on? 50. I don't know what's going on, man. I don't know, especially when it happens. You're not on your doorstep. Your it takes doorstep, for something to happen. Um, on your doorstep for you to realise how serious and how like how much of a big problem it is and What's I don't know man and especially like the age as well like of those those two youngins man 16 and 17 and then I feel like the 17 year old girl who died in Tottenham she was innocent she wasn't involved yeah in, exactly yeah, where mad. is this hate violence coming from this sensationalisation as we were saying like where I don't understand it's I can I can see like what could it be related to, SK? Do you think is it like TV? Is I it I don't know if internet it's a, is it like I don't I don't know if it's as simple as that, man. I really don't know if it's as simple as that. Um, TV, but one I thing, like, who who watches TV? One thing, one thing that makes me start thinking about if there's 
any serious thing to think about is you know the youngers that are around you whether they're like you know younger cousins or younger siblings or children or like loved ones or people you care about neighbors young kids that are around you maybe it makes you think about you know the choices like can you send them to the shop can they huh. just be out here by themselves yeah. like you know what as I mean? a complete innocent civilian it's mad yeah that's really bad you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even, I mean, it goes back to the whole stigma of being a woman and walking home by yourself of any age. It could be of any age. And you're all, you're still, you're always at risk because of the generic behavior of sick men, you know? And now is it, is that stigma moving across to being like a, an innocent I don't know. Bystander. Like, yeah, I don't know. Innocent pedestrian, an innocent yeah. person in public. But what's what's that behaviour stemming from? That's where that's where people need to identify. People need to identify what the behaviour is stemming from for it to be a complete change and shift in culture. Well, not culture, in, in like society, sorry. Mm. Yeah. Because if it's... Go if out it's, to the families and stuff that yeah, are Yeah, because if it's well, of um, frequency, this kind of frequency, there's definitely a route to all of it. Do you know what I'm saying? 50 murders in London. Yeah. There's definitely a common route. So far this year. Common source of it all. Like, Overtaking New York, a place that, you know, people have always looked at as a, you know, maybe a crazy place. Yeah. I mean, then you've got Chicago, but none of all, none of this is anything to be even like, I don't know what the word is, like entertained. <laughs> I don't like talking about this stuff. Mm. It's, it's bad. It's bad vibes. Listen, you know what I mean? Um, again, um, thoughts of all the families and the people that have been affected for, by these tragic mm -hmm. incidences. Yeah. Now, Sarah, I, I want to ask you, um, when it comes to, oh God. you know, like being, being, being DJs and that, oh. like we are contacted a lot and <laughs> we have to contact a lot of people to be proactive. Right. Whether we're, you know, sorting out interviews or um, we're dealing with a radio station or um, f with bookings or whatever, whether we're dealing directly or indirectly. Just like m mirroring life, you yeah. have to contact people to ask them something, whether it's something that is a formality which is going to come to you or whether it's a favour. When is it a par? When is a par too far? Par too so, far. So, you know what I mean? W when you start reaching out to someone for something and maybe the person's not getting back to you and you've reached out <laughs> one or two or three times four times five times what's your rule of thumb like if you're reaching out to someone say for example you're reaching out to an artist for them to send you a clean edit yeah or you're reaching out to uh, you know uh, someone that works at the label for them to send you a song or a clean edit or whatever or just generally in life what's your rule of thumb how many times do you holler at someone Three times max. Three times. Like yeah. if you was calling, if you was calling like someone of importance, you'd call him three times. If the phone rang out, you'd call him three times. Oh no, not in a row though. No, not obviously not Spread in a row. Spread out. Spread out, yeah. Yeah. It depends that, how badly it depends what what how badly I want what is on the other side. So um Or I need it. After that, you feel like they're parring you, they're not interested, they're not like getting the message what? Well then Let's keep it moving. What do you feel like? Like but you've then, ho you've hollered three times. Are they parring? You feel like, bruv, like you're parring or you just don't care. What what is it? I never know because I, I mean, if I put myself in their position, I am very 
unorganized when it comes to like hitting people back and keeping track of who who I need to hit back. So maybe if I was on the other side and I should maybe hit them up more than three times because they might be genuinely busy. How much of a responsibility does someone have to actually contact you back and be like, I can't help you with that? Uh, they don't, honestly. Because I how, put myself in How much in can we shoes. expect that courtesy? I don't think courtesy is, is a thing anymore. No? No. Okay. Cause because life is too busy. Life is too hectic. Yeah, it's moving. And people, sorry, you have access to a, like, a lot of people have access to you. A lot of pause of communication. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So and you can't get back you, to you all of You go crazy. Sometimes silence speaks loud. Yeah. I feel like silence speaks loud. Yeah. You know what I mean? Silence and, um, is, is an answer. I want to reverse it now. So quite often, there are people hollering at me. And I'm quite a courteous person. But sometimes you actually have to ask yourself whether you can give a courteous a, courte <laughs> a courteously enough response which is um, constructive or respectable sometimes. And this is no shade. So we're talking about people hitting you up to like maybe come on the radio show yeah. or like to do interviews. And when someone is thundering you, with they're hitting you up, they're hitting you up, they're hitting you up, but you're like, bruv, can't mm -hmm. you see that like... I'm not parring, no, but, but yeah, bruv, I don't know what to say or I yeah. can't help you with that. No, yeah, like, like I is it is it more it. of a par to like not reply or to basically reply and say I can't help you with that? The thing is, if because if you, I feel like yeah, people that keep hitting you up and hitting you up. Okay, you're like okay. Fine. They may, maybe they just want a response, right? Yeah. Then, then you do give them a response that's of constructive criticism, criticism, or you know, it's not really what they wanted to hear, but you have responded. Then they'll, then they'll respond back like, "What do you mean?" Well, you know, then it'll get into like this ping pong thing back and yeah, forth. So yeah, I just yeah. like, I just shut it down from the first go and yeah. not respond. Oh, for real? You're, yeah. Are you? Are you the um, the yeah, far part? Huh? You're the far part. Oh, yeah, you take I'm the, the far part. <laughs> because honestly, like, you are not contributing to my health. Like, my health comes first, and I'm, I'm, I suffer with anxiety. Mm -hmm. So, if you're hitting me up to that extent, you're now, you're now disturbing my, my, my chemicals, my brain chemicals. Mm -hmm. <laughs> honestly, it's mm -hmm. that deep, mm -hmm. and I don't, I'm not entitled. You, like, you're not entitled. For my to my ah, response. Entitlement again. That exactly. Keyword. Honestly, it's all about people feeling entitled. Like And you know like when sometimes someone's hitting you up and you're thinking, bruv, I don't even know, know you like you. that. Do you Why know what do I'm you feel entitled to receive but I'm I'm not I'm gonna be honest though. I do feel a sense of being courteous. No. And I, I think that it's bad that you can see someone hitting you up and you're kind of like not replying. But my point here is, is it better to not reply because if I reply to you, it's going to be more of a part. Whereas you should actually understand that silence speaks loudly. Yeah. Like, imagine if, say like, let's, let's, let's make an example of like, I don't know, like being, being an A&R or being someone who is a, a talent scout and you have, Thousands and thousands of people hitting you out up. Like, well, I consider we. 
us DJs, we are kind of talent scouts or we are vehicles for talent to to Hell hit yeah. up and help. And, you know, we've got thousands of sub submissions. We don't, like, that time for us to listen to those submissions is not being, is not paid. Like, it doesn't pay us mm -hmm. to listen to your music. Mm -hmm. How about you pay me then? To, to listen to actually take my time out, listen to music, give you a critical response. Maybe you know what? I might I might say, okay, go into your next session, do this, this, and that, adjust it. But that's I'm giving you my time. Imagine that. Will you say next time artists is asking for like a little bit of um, feedback from you, you might say to them, How about you just transfer PayPal me a little what? Yeah. A little one R, yeah? Yeah, something. Yeah. Is that I a mean, new thing? It's kinda like I don't know how to like. I don't know how are you taking deposits. Are you taking them straight bank transfer? Are you taking checks? Are you taking PayPal's? PayPal. Yeah. Actually, I had a problem with my PayPal, but I, I think I resolved it. My PayPal shut down. I don't know what happened. Yeah, they shut mine down too, and then I had to start I, a new I one. I don't know why it happened though. It's for no reason. Oh no, mine yeah. was because I had to provide proof of my age, like with a passport or whatever, and then they realised that when I opened it, I, I hadn't turned eighteen yet. But that wasn't a rule at the time. So why are you now suddenly putting in these new terms and conditions? Like, that's not my fault that it was against the law. It was against your law. You've been PayPaling for a bit. I've been PayPaling. Uh, kissing the teeth, you know. I've been jugging. I've been jugging for a long time. Mad thing. I'm a hustler. Baby. I just want you to know. I'm just noticing. What kind of socks are these, Sarah? What's wrong with them? I don't know. Like I've just seen Spotted. your socks and like. One on one Dalmatian. What happened to the days when women were wearing socks that came up to their knees and stuff? You I know, still wear those. About that, yeah? Yeah. Okay. I still wear those. Just in, not with the indoors. craps then, nah? Indoors. But I mean, if I wore them now, they'd be under my jeans, so you wouldn't even see. Straight up. What's wrong with these socks, man? I don't know. There's just something of note. I looked at them and I was like, okay. Yeah. Straight up. Swagging. Unlock the podcast. Make sure you follow us. Twitter, Instagram. SoundCloud, iTunes podcast app, myself, Sarah Harrison, SK Vibe Maker, we're out the building. <laughs>